Hey everyone, this is Cynica Drake and you're tuning in God's Gift Through His Word. Well, you know, my regularly scheduled program will start back on Monday. However, I am going to share a scripture I was reading today. You know, I've been, um, man, I went through something weird. Um, you know, relationships are funny, no matter what kind they are. Um, whether you're in a relationship with someone who is your significant other or whether you have friendships, just relationships with people sometimes are complicated. They shouldn't be. They should be really simple, but sometimes they they evolve into different types of complexities. And, you know, I was thinking about something that I went through and it had to do with one of my family members and it kind of affected on my side, not the other person, I don't know. But for me, um, in my head, it just troubled me greatly. Because certain things that people say to you, even though they shouldn't affect you because, you know, words don't hurt. But sometimes when they are said, and in the context that they are said, they can have a deep and long-lasting effect and some people think, well, you know, words don't hurt. But think about if, you know, you're a child or, I don't know, you're an impressionable teenager and someone says something to you and it lasts through all your years till you're an adult and you're trying to shed all of that negativity that was told to you from years and years ago when you were younger. You know, sometimes even now, even as adults, people struggle with certain things that people say and try to get over it and not be offended and all that. And it can be it can be hard. So anyway, you know, I um I don't much care to do things by always other people's ways, but I do know this. I do know um after being out of my situation with domestic violence, it's easy to hear um someone give you constructive feedback sometimes you might not take it that way because it sounds and it sounds like the implications of something that you said even if it was innocent even if it was in confidence it doesn't matter it comes out in a way that you're blamed for whatever another person does and it's all right you know you just accept what it is and you move on from that. Learn whatever you need to learn and take it with a grain of salt and move on. And either if that lesson that you have received, you either make sure that you really, really <laughs> maximize that lesson so that it shall never happen again, at least that particular thing, or you just cut ties. You can cut ties and, and move on or I don't know. And sometimes you have to step back and step away. So I'm figuring out what I want to do. I'm not really sure at this moment. Um, too many things are going in my head. And I might not think I want to be emotional, but sometimes there's no way to avoid that. And I spent a lot of time today thinking. I was in my head a lot. I was thinking over and over some things. It's just like it wore on me. And... It wore me. So I want to share with you guys 
because I, I try to be transparent and it feels as though I can only speak to you guys because you guys understand. Um, even if you don't really get what I'm talking about, because I'm not going to go into specifics, but you can understand that there's always conflict situations. You don't want them to be, you don't ask them to be there, you know, and even if you try to, you know, stop something, you might enjoy what it is, but you know that you have no business doing it and yet you entertain it. And I'm going to say this, you know, some things that I, I engage in, the Lord has already told me like way long ago, knock off the, the stuff, you know, knock it off. You shouldn't be doing that. And I remember, I don't have the scripture in front of me, but in Numbers, I remember I read a scripture before that says, be careful that your sin doesn't find you out. <laughs> yeah, and when it does, it's not cool. So it's just like God gives you a warning to say, like, stop that, you know, turn away from it. But if you're going to keep going down that path, you're going to see. Because <laughs> eventually, while you think it might be hidden, oh, it's not. There's just waiting for a time for it to show itself. And when it shows itself, it's ugly. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. And you have to deal with that sin that you were involved in. You have to deal with that. Like, I have to deal with it. And I have to, like, look at it in the face like, you know what? I had no business being involved at all. <laughs> had no business. And I take responsibility and accountability for whatever it is. So anyway, like I said, I was reading this scripture. I've been reading a lot of scriptures today. <sighs> Between tears and tissue and more tears and more songs and tears and songs and tears and songs. That's That was what I was doing earlier. However, it's all good. Um, I keep it moving because, you know, some people are only here for a little bit of time. And if they're in your life for just that little bit of time, you enjoy what they were there for. You enjoy what they brought to the table and you just move on. So I'm going to be, um, you know, I don't even think I'm going to read a lot of this. I just probably just want to read just one verse and it's going to come from first Peter and I'm going to just read verse 15 it said but just as he who called you is holy so be holy in all you do no I'll probably read the rest too and I'll stop and this is verse 16 for it is written be holy because I am holy hmm since you call on a father who judges each man's work impartially, live your lives as strangers here in reverent fear, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for your brothers, love for one another deeply from the heart, 
for you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And this is a word that was preached to you. Hmm. Can you believe it? <laughs> I was reading this, and it was saying, Be holy because I am holy. And the notes, to be holy is to be set apart, separated from sin and impurity, and set apart to God. The complete moral perfection of God whose eyes are too pure to look on evil with favor. You should move his, no, what does it say? With favor, should move his people to strive for moral purity. Hmm. Moral purity. So, you know, if if I'm thinking about sin, everybody gets caught up in sin some, some kind of way. But to distance yourself from it, the best way you know how. Like I said, nobody's going to be sinless, but you should be able to sin less. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to dwell on what they say as they say, spilt milk. Because since it's already over and done, I'm just going to move on. However, I have realized for me that there are certain people in my life whom I cannot trust. And it's very, very, it's very, very sad and disheartening. But that's what it is. And it's just like you have to take that. And it hurts so bad because it's just like someone took a dagger and stabbed you in the back with it, twisted that dagger, and wanted to make sure that you were bleeding. Like, it's awful. The person just waiting, just waiting for the right moment to strike. Just like how the enemy waits. Just going around prowling like a lion to see who he can destroy. Just waiting. Just waiting for that moment. But I will say this. I'm so glad that my imperfectness God knows all about. The things that I fail at. The places where I'm I'm most weak and vulnerable. He's there. So the things that I might have issue with or things that I still have not yet mastered to get under control. I'm glad that he's there and that he knows and that putting my trust in him is all I can do. A like you can't trust a lot of people. And I know it's like people say, well, you can trust certain people. Yeah, but you kind of got to watch everybody. <laughs> you got to watch everybody and not in a paranoia way. You just have to be careful as it was shared with me. You got to be very, very careful and super, super mindful. Like before, I used to have my guards up so high. I didn't want to let anybody in because I said I knew that someone was going to eventually hurt me and I couldn't trust them. 
And so just when you start to bring the wall down and let people in, like some of my family members, try to let them in. Oh, no. <laughs> They'll take some of that information that you have given to them that was not for public ears or anybody else to know and just use it against you, use it on other people, just use it all over the place. And then you are the one with egg on your face because you thought you could trust them. But guess what? You thought wrong. <laughs> Isn't that something? However, I move on. I move on with grace. I move on and uh, I'm happy. I'm still going to be happy because you know what? Nobody's got me more than the Lord. Nobody's got me more than that. So I'm going to get back to being about my father's business, which is spreading the gospel, doing what I was doing in the very beginning before I got, you know, meeting all these different people. Get back to what's what. Get back to the main thing, keeping the main thing the main thing. So I just wanted to share tonight because I haven't been on on a Saturday night for a long time. And I might get rolling how I used to from, you know, all the way from Sunday to Saturday of the week, you know, and we'll see. Because I had started like that. I had started, um, when I started podcasting, I was on every day. <laughs> I love the app so much. I still love the app a lot. But when I started, I was so gun-ho. I was just like every single day I was on it. Boom, boom, boom. It didn't matter what I was talking about. I was just doing my best to try to get stuff out there just raw as it was and just put it out. And, you know, now I've had to pace myself because after you do it for a while like that, you can get exhausted, you know, and then trying to do two shows at once, one in the morning, one at night. I don't know. I might have to try that again, too, but that gets exhausting, too. Got to find the time, but I'll see. (laughs) I will definitely see because I might I might pick up a night show or I might stop the morning time for a little bit, switch to night and just do night. So I'm going to think about what I'm going to do. And um, at night, I might have different music on. But today, I'm not going to have any gospel music on today. I'm going to have these other songs on here. And I know it's not really conducive to go with the gospel. However, this podcast is not straight up only (laughs) only one thing because I talk about God always but I know I have other things that I love too he is above everything he is all that I want first he's in my head and I don't seek him as much as I need to but I know where my help comes from I know who guides my life. I know who has my life. And I'm not going to make any excuses for myself. I'm just going to say, I do things that I find that I have to, I have consequences as well. So I move on. And I don't know. I'll see. I'll see what will happen in the future. But right now I'm just sitting back and just thinking over everything. I did enjoy myself, you know, um, on on the Wednesday. I was supposed to go and um, go speak at the Purple event that I had been talking about um, for a while. 
However, (laughs) family strikes again. So I was not able to um, go. So I had to let the young lady know I wasn't able to attend the event. And and I wanted to go so badly. But, um, you know, I have uh, four children. And it's not always easy to find people who will care for your kids and, you know, get assistance. But I'll figure out because I always... I always try to help myself, you know, I know I depend on the Lord first, but I always try to do my best not to depend on other people, because sometimes when they help, it's almost like you're beholding to them. If they help you in any capacity, it always feels to me like I owe them, and I hate owing people, because when they come to collect, they always want something extra or it's never it's never been good when I've always been offered assistance. People always want something back in return, you know, and sometimes they want double for they trouble, as it were. So anyway, I do my best to try to stand and just handle handle my business alone, not putting no handouts, not begging nobody for nothing, you know. Um I don't like doing that. So whatever I gotta do. I just do and take care. So, we'll see. Yeah, so, I'm going to just um, just chill today. So, I might get on tomorrow. I'm going to see how um, my mind feels about it. And uh, talk tomorrow a little bit. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, November 2nd, I will be starting a brand new season of Cuffing Season, if you might have heard the trailer already. So we'll be talking about new things, because we talked about Cuffing Season last last season, last year. So I thought it would be great, you know, especially, you know, I do Cuffing Season. Let me tell you, I am not dating anybody. FYI, if you needed to know that. You probably don't, but it's fine. I do Cuffing Season so I can keep my mind focused and... <laughs> And not get myself cut up in all this weird stuff that I always see during this particular time frame. So I can keep my mind stayed, of course, on the Lord and keep my mind stayed on focusing on what cuffing season is and how people start to act weird. And, you know, these phone calls. Hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, you haven't called me in months. Like, why are you calling me? Well, you know, just want to check and see how you do it. No, you're not. It's cuffy season and you need somebody. Just <laughs> stop lying. <laughs> it's so funny to me because, you know, that's kind of what happens during cuffy season. You don't hear from somebody for a long time. And last year, I, I watched. It was just like a little experiment for myself because, man, these gentlemen who disappear for like months and months at a time, all of a sudden... Here comes these phone calls. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, what? What do you want? Where'd you come from? You came out of the dirt. <laughs> like, just call. And they were call. All of a sudden, they call in right around the same time. Cuffy season, here it comes. And you guys know when cuffy season starts. Right after Halloween. Here it comes. You got November, December, January, February, marches you know (sighs) okay 
So I'm back. Of course, you know, Saturday night is usually it's usually also um, respite care night. Well, I had to pause for a moment because since it is a good day to just relax and be on here, this is one of those Saturdays was supposed to be respite care Saturday too on the for one FYI series, but it's not not today. So I'm just gonna chill and relax and talk to you guys. I think I'm going to make some coconut coffee, you guys. I don't know. Anyway, this is going to be one of those chill times, so I just wanted to get that stuff off my chest, because even if I talk to nobody about it, I think that there's a lot of people who can relate that go through different things, and they like, they wonder, like, after they've they've gone through something, like, well, who can I talk to about it now? I mean, the person you want to talk to, you kind of don't want to talk to them about it because you're feeling a kind of way. The person who started the mess, you don't want to talk to them because they started the junk. So what do I do? If that happens to me, which it did, I journal. First, I do my whole emotional thing going through that whole rigmarole, and then I journal it. I journal it down just to get it out and let it go and just all the feelings that I had bottled up with me inside of my head, I had to write them down and get them out because if I don't, they'll stay there and I don't want to turn bitter. I don't want to turn mean and nasty and I'm not going to do that. You know, there's mistakes that we all make and like I said, hopefully we learn from them. I learned and I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you know what? I'm just praying that eventually, one day, when that gentleman who is the right man for me comes by, that all these mistakes and all these lessons that I'm supposed to learn will be well worth it. And then he and I will have a good, solid relationship. So I'm still waiting. Still waiting for that, that gent. <laughs> but until then, I got my kids, I got my health, I have my heavenly father, and things are pretty good. So, yeah, cuffing season will keep me, keep me thinking about things, and I know what kind of person I cannot wait to have one day. Um, certain characteristics I look for. However, we are not talking about dating things. I'm just bringing that up because I was talking about coffee season. So anyway, I'm going to probably get out of here for now. I don't know if I'm going to do another unique talk for Saturday. But this is mm, a little different than what I normally do, for sure. But it's okay. Whatever I do on my show is how it rolls. So I just I just needed to get that off my chest and I needed to get it out because it was bothering me and I didn't feel like talking to anybody about it. <laughs> and I'm probably going to take a little bit of time away from social media. You know, and I've been thinking and debating. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that. I have been debating if I'm going to get rid of my Facebook page. Um or pages and groups. <laughs> I'm debating if I should do that. And um, 
I might. So I'm going to still think about um, if it's worth keeping because I don't know that it is. Um, I've, I've gotten rid of it before, and I, this will be my third Facebook page. You know, but nobody on there. Um, they might see some things, but I don't really have tons of followers anyhow, which is not a big deal to me. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep Facebook around. I'll have to think about it. Um, yeah, some of the social media sites are okay. You know, I'm more on Instagram anyway, not not too much Facebook. I just put I put things over there so people on Facebook can see. Most of the time on Instagram, so I might migrate myself over to Instagram only, or maybe Instagram and Twitter, or Instagram and LinkedIn. Just have to figure out which other social media site I'm going to use uh, so that when I do let Facebook go, because I believe I'm going to get rid of it, um, that I have the other one as well. So I don't know. I'll have to figure that out because I know when I use Instagram, it kind of hits all three. It hits Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I don't know. I might have to start a new Tumblr account because I used to have one, but I haven't used Tumblr in a long time. So I'll have to see. I'll have to check that out and see if I want to do that. So yeah, anyway, that is all I want to share um, tonight. I hope you're going to have a great day. I hope you're going to be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God lays on your heart. And look, (laughs) if you find yourself in a unique situation where someone has taken something that you have said to them in confidence, okay, and it gets back to the individual, that might hurt. Not just them, but you. A lot. So, just know you might have to take some time away to get your mind together, some thoughts together, and just take a deep breath and take a lot of steps back. So, for me, I'm going to be doing just that. I'm going to take some steps back, um, get back to what I was doing before, Keep my nose in my books. Keep my well, yeah, books in the Bible and all that. Get back to reading and get back to keeping to myself and doing what I was doing before I started making connections with people. Because when I got on Anchor at the very beginning, I didn't know a lot, a lot of people. I knew like you know, like a handful of little people that I would just say hi to, and I just did my stuff, and I didn't care who heard or who didn't. You know, I just did my thing. So I think I'm going to return to that. So, yeah, I'm going to return to that, and I'm going to be doing this for the Lord again. (laughs) I guess I'm going to be a little more, um, even more intentional than I have been and just get back to, yeah, just get back to focusing on what I need to. And I heard the warning shot. I heard the warning shot, and I'm taking it into consideration way a lot, a lot, a lot. So... Anyway, without any more, I'm not going to keep dwelling on this because some people are like, ah, oh, shut up, which is super rude. <laughs> more like, please be quiet and don't keep saying that over and over again and repeating the same thing over and over. Well, you don't have to listen. You can definitely shut it off. That's just me saying that to somebody else. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness life is something else you know it truly is 
But I'm going to get out of here. So I hope you guys didn't have a great night. This is just one of those heart shares sometimes that I do. So this is all I was feeling tonight to share with you guys. Kind of what ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of today were kind of. So I'm going to get out of here. And I hope you guys tune in again. And I hope you guys have a great day, great night, afternoon, morning, whenever you tune in. And hey, don't get discouraged when things happen. Okay, I hope you'll stay inspired. And I will talk to you guys again really soon. This is Tanika Drake. And I will chat with y'all later. Bye.